For the Community by the Community podcast is brought to you by Traverse Catholic Federal Credit Union, financial services for the community established in 1950. Hi, and welcome to the 9 and 10 News for the Community by the Community podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Amen. Living in Northern Michigan, something I've always loved about this area is the love and support that comes from every corner of these communities. So the goal of this podcast is to promote and get to know the many local nonprofits and charities and their work, along with individuals who really leave an impact on their communities through outreach or volunteering. If you ever want to nominate a group or individual, please send me an email at WhitneyAmon at 9and10news.com. I'd love to hear about who is making a difference where you live. The Christmas season will be here before we know it, and there's one nonprofit in our area already working to make sure every child has a Merry Christmas. The mission of Toys for Tots is to collect new, unwrapped toys during October, November, and December each year and give those toys to kids in need as Christmas gifts. Northwest Michigan Toys for Tots serves Grand Traverse, Leelanau, Antrim, Kalkaska, and Benzie counties. This month, we are talking to Mike Kent, a board member for Toys for Tots. All right, today I am joined by Mike Kent, board member with Northwest Michigan Toys for Tots. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, a lot of fun. Good to be here. So it's September, but we are already getting in the Christmas spirit. Tell us a little bit about Toys for Tots and what you do. Sure. Uh, and in fact, the, the timing is impeccable. We just came back from the National Toys for Tots conference in, in Washington, D.C. So Toys for Tots is a program run by the U.S. Marine Corps, the Marine Corps Reserve. And, and it, it started actually 74 years ago. And the whole intent of what we try to do is to make sure that every child, in our case, every child in northern Michigan has a great Christmas. And there are lots of challenges. There are lots of people that that are out in northern Michigan right now. They want their child to have a great Christmas. And September and October, they're kind of looking ahead to December, and they have no idea how they're going to afford it. You know, especially in the last couple of years when the economy has been has been struggling due to COVID. Uh, and, And we've heard this over and over again from the agencies that we serve. You know, people are deciding. Well, are they going to buy toys or are they going to put food on the table? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer to that is going to be pretty easy. And that's where Toys for Tots comes in. It, it is our intent to make sure that families, parents, don't have to make that choice. Christmas is too special of a time. We want to make sure that when a child comes downstairs and they have, and they have a Christmas tree, or maybe they can't afford a Christmas tree, but they have something, some way to celebrate Christmas, that when they come downstairs on Christmas, that they have some kind of presence to open, uh, and that's been that's been the goal of, of Toys for Tots since it started. Uh, it, it actually started with a with a handful of Marines out in uh, in California, uh, and it was you know in the midst of of, uh, of the depression, uh, and they um, they didn't like what they were seeing, so so they. Um, they, some of them, some of them started building their own to, their own toys to hand hand out to the children, uh, and that's where we came from. So it's become a part of the Marine Corps program since then, uh, and uh, and literally they every year they we are distributing millions of toys uh, to millions of children throughout uh, throughout the country, 
and just in our neck of the woods. So we're responsible. Uh, Northwest Michigan Toys for Tots is responsible for a five-county area. You know, just here last year, we estimate that we distributed about 28,000 toys that went out to about 7,500 kids. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a tendency to get caught up in the numbers. And, and you know, so we know going into this program, we're going to need somewhere around 25,000 toys or more. But it's not about the numbers. And I, and I have to remind myself, I have to remind our volunteers of that. Several years ago, I had a, a lady show up at one of our events. It was in front of Meyer, And she shows up in, in this rickety old van. And she lifts the hatch. She was going to donate toys. And she lifts the hatch, and it's just jam-packed with toys. Usually in a case like that, she'll sit, they'll say, oh, take that bag there, or something like that. In this case, she said, no, take them all. Mm-hmm. And she gave me the biggest bear hug and said thank you because last year i needed the toys this year i'm able to give wow. whitney i'm telling you the story and, and literally i have goosebumps yeah. because that's what it's about mm-hmm. it is about helping families it is about making sure that this season is a special season and that the families that aren't sure how they are going to be able to afford toys for their kids at christmas has the help it has the dignity uh, at at Christmas time, so that's really what we're about. It, it's, yes, we know we know we're going to have to deal with a lot of toys, and this is just Northwest Michigan Toys for Tots. There are other Toys for Tots programs throughout throughout the region. So Crawford County and Gaylord and Sheboygan and Charlevoix, uh, you know, they all have programs too. So if you're not given to our program, you know, give to somebody else. And and you know, there are over 800 programs scattered throughout the country. So you know, if your audience is, is tuning in uh, from California, you can make donations there, too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it really is a wonderful program put on by the Marines. That is so awesome. That story, that that is the perfect. That really is why you guys do what you do. It is. And and like I say, we can get caught up in the numbers so much. And, and I guarantee you, nobody is donating a toy because they want us to collect 25,000 toys. Right. No. They're donating a toy because they want to make a difference in a family's life. They want to make a difference in a child's life. And that's what we, that's what we see with our volunteers at Step Forward. I'll tell you, Whitney, there, there has never been a time in this community where we have gone to the community and asked for help when the community hasn't responded. Last year, we asked for help because of COVID. We had to cancel some of our, our, our big toy collection drives because we didn't feel comfortable gathering people around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so we we put out a plea that we we would really like cash donations, and the community responded. I mean, tens of thousands of dollars in cash donations that allowed us to go purchase the toys from um, uh, from a, a national provider that that is that's Toys for Tots uh, related, uh, and we bought it at at wholesale prices so it was they were very inexpensive and we could have them shipped directly to our agencies that we serve so we didn't nobody had to touch those toys they just you know they they went right to the agencies and that's what we did with the money we were able to use that money to to uh, to to help the agencies that we serve and and so when we put out the plea for cash and we're going to do that again this year because COVID is still around so if people can make a cash donation you know, please do so. And you know, there are there. You know, last year we had a lot more people. It was it was a record year for us for the number of people that were looking for help. 
uh, will it be will it happen again this year? I, I hope not, but we'll be ready for them. You know, we're in the type of business that we're much better off. We don't want to see growth every year. <laughs> we we want to see a reduction in the need. We right. want to see fewer people that want help. <laughs> You know, our business model is not like the business model of most businesses, right. you know, Le- less is far better. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yes. So now getting 25,000 toys, that is a lot. How do you guys, how are you able to collect them? Obviously cash donations is a big thing, especially during the pandemic. Right. But if people, you know, go to the store today and have some toys, how do they get them to you? How are you able to get this many? When the campaign gets up and running, and it will it, typically we start the campaign the weekend before Thanksgiving, uh, we will have we will have over a hundred collection locations uh, throughout our five county area. Most of them will be designated by yard signs that say "Toys for Tots" drop-off sign. So you know we have some locations that are big locations. It's Fox Motor, it's Bill Marsh. Uh, you know they they always do a tremendous job of collecting toys. Uh, but throughout the five counties we're responsible for, you will see these drop-off locations. So, so at any of those locations, you can you can drop off a toy. We have uh, two men in a truck that goes to each of these locations, pick them up. We we take them over. The Coast Guard Air Station hosts us to uh, to store the toys there throughout the campaign. We will get volunteers who come in and help us sort that again. Last year, we had to change the process. We did that because we, we, we didn't feel comfortable getting 50, 60 people in, in, a, in a Coast Guard hangar uh, and sorting the toys. So we, we had to change that process. But we'll do it again this year. We'll, we'll have a sorting process, but we will lessen the number of people uh, at any given time that, that, that comes in and do sorts. Uh, and then w- w- what we do with our Toys for Tots, which is a little different than most Toys for Tots around the country, we don't do the distribution ourselves. We work with 13 different agencies, usually 13. It'll fluctuate from one year to the next. We work with, with nearly every human service agency in our five-county area that they do the distribution. And the reason we set it up that way is because they are already dealing with with the people who are going to be needing these toys. Uh, and instead of setting us setting up a different organization that has to qualify the person and, and determine, uh, you know, how they're going to do the distribution, we work with existing agencies. And 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 again, that doesn't happen throughout the country. That there, not everyone does it that way. But uh, we found it works really, really well for us in Northern Michigan because we have such a strong network of human service agencies that work within their communities, and and they know what the needs are. So they can come to us and say, you know, well, we need this many toys for this number of, of children, and so many are male, and so many are, are female. So, so they have a pretty good handle on what their needs are. Okay. So that's that's kind of how we organize the program. We have tremendous support throughout the community, and like I say, every time we we put out a a need, whether it's toy donations or cash donations or volunteers, this community always always responds for us. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've talked a lot about volunteers and partners. How can people become involved? How can people get involved? Well, uh, let's let's change the question, if you don't mind, a little bit, Whitney, because there are two hands to, to Toys for Tots, okay? There is the, the, the receiving hand, the one that's taking the toys and the cash, and then there is the giving hand. So, so let's talk about how does anyone get involved in either of those ways, okay? Whether or not they want to drop off toys or cash, 
or if they need help, because we don't want to lose sight of that. There's going to be a lot of people this year that are going to struggle, and they don't normally ask for help, but they need it. Mm-hmm. So the best, the best for both of those is to go to toysfortots.org, okay? That, and that is the national site, so you'll see a drop-down menu that will narrow it down to the different campaigns. And then, um, you know, you go to a state, you go to the campaign, uh, which is, you know, based in Traverse City, but, um, uh, and, and then that'll take you to whether or not you want to either give or that you need help. But again, you know, much of our campaign is, is designed around, uh, showing the need and getting the need, getting the needed toys or the needed cash. But I don't want to lose sight of, of the other end of that. I don't want to lose sight that that we need to make sure that somebody who has a need this year knows where to reach out. So that's the best place to go is to toysfortask.org, drop down menu that says Michigan and then uh, Grand Traverse County. Okay. All right. And then the different event or the different drop-off locations, are those things that people can help at if they want to spend an hour of their time collecting toys or is that the different businesses take care of that? The businesses will, will usually contact us if, if they want a drop-off location, and we got to be cautious of that. And, and last year, we, we, we had to narrow down our, our drop-off locations because every drop-off location has to be managed. Uh, and especially with COVID around, you know, we want to minimize the number of times we have to make contact either with the toys or with with different people on on the routes. So we have overall, typically we have over 100 drop-off locations. We tried to narrow that down a little bit last year. Um, We we don't want to discourage people from setting up a a toy drop-off location, certainly do that. But also, uh, if you're asking for a, to be a drop-off location, uh, the question will become, what can you do to help encourage people to make donations? You know, if, if you are running a business that has that is nowhere near a toy store and has nothing to do with toys. You know, what can you do to encourage people to make donations? You know, are you, can you do some kind of a promotion that uh, you know five percent off or whatever if you make a toy donation or something like that? You okay. know, that kind of stuff we always encourage, and people are usually quite responsive to that. Uh, so all we're asking is is that if you do want to drop off box, box give some uh, give some thoughts to what you can do to help collect toys or cash. And it might be you're, you're a business that you're going to have a Christmas party and you want to encourage your employees to, uh, to make a toy donation when they come to the Christmas party or something like that. You know, that's just an idea. That's a great idea. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, again, you can go to toysfortots.org uh, and you can find uh, the campaign information there. And uh, and we can help set you up, but but yes, we we do have two men in a truck that that picks up most of our boxes. Uh, we have other volunteers that'll pick up. Uh, that you know, we we got um, the Marine Corps League that helps us pick up uh, uh, some of the boxes around the community, also. And we have other businesses that just they they collect them and then they bring the toys to us. So there are different ways to do it. And we can help you through that. Okay. Now, tell me a little bit about last week at the um, national convention. Did you, what were you guys kind of discussing, talking about, getting excited about for this year? Well, it, it, it's really a, it's a training session for a lot of the coordinators. And every year, we are unusual in that we are a civilian-led Toys for Tots. Most are Marine Corps-run Toys for Tots. 
so we're we're considered what's called an LCO, local co- local uh, coordinating uh, uh, organization, and uh, and and so ours gets run a, a little differently than the Marines, but every year because they're Marines, they're, the coordinators are changing over, you know, every year or two years in a lot of these programs. Ours, we've been consistent. We've had the same coordinator now for 14 years. And uh, so we kind of know what we're doing, but it's always good to see what else people are doing, you know, because, you know, last year, last year was different. We didn't have an organizational meeting because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there was one uh, meeting that was held digitally, but, but it's different to get people who are new to the campaigns uh, together to say, okay, what works and what doesn't work. And that was very helpful for us this year to be able to do that. So, um, you know, a, a lot of it is, uh, is making sure that you keep the Marines happy and that, that there are checks and balances within your organization. And we certainly have done that here in northern Michigan to make sure that, that we are good stewards of the public trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and and that's that's essentially what you do in those organizational meetings is to, is to make sure that, you know, Toys for Tots has, a, has an excellent reputation. Uh, you know, they have an extremely, when it comes to their overhead, for example, and all of us follow this, um, you know, we, we nobody donates money so that you can, buy for lunches or you know they want that money to go into toys and at our overhead for example we have we try to get donations wherever possible you know there are bags that we need to to get and things like that well we see if we can get things donated uh and and that's one thing that that toys for tots is very particular about just to make sure that nearly all the money goes to to the toys and and as an organization nationwide they have a very strong reputation with that okay all right awesome mike is there anything else that you want people to know that you want people to be excited about um, for this holiday season in toys for tots we are just putting together what this campaign is going to look like i'm pretty sure we will have some kind of a cook a kickoff the weekend before thanksgiving uh, we have certain events that we have done for you know, 10, 15, 20 years, like, like the kickoff we've been doing for 24 years. Um, we did not feel we could safely do it last year because we had it at, we had it at Great Wolf Lodge uh, and you know, literally bring in hundreds of, of people and Santa Claus would, would arrive on a Coast Guard helicopter. Um, and you have lots of kids there. We didn't feel we could do that safely last year. I'm thinking, even though we haven't put our plans together yet, that's probably going to happen again this year. I don't see us doing a big kickoff of that because we still have to be cognizant of the health of the people of the community. We're, we're working with the health department right now just to make sure that we can do things safely or what we can do. So it'll be different again this year as opposed to two years ago, uh, pre-pandemic. Um, and, and so we just ask people to, you know, check us out on our Facebook site. Uh, there are some events we'll have, some events that we will change. Uh, again, you know, it, it's kids, toys, and Christmas. What's not to love about that? And, and that's ultimately what we ask people to do. We ask people to, this Christmas, there will be a lot of people who will be in need. Uh, there will be other people that can give. Well, maybe think about buying a toy. And this is the other thing, too, Whitney, is 
the other great thing about this is it is a great teaching environment if you have children. Mm-hmm. So if you have children and you want to show them what it's like to give to others who are in need, you know, have them take a buck or two from their piggy bank and go buy, you know, a little Hot Wheels car or something like that, that they are making that donation. That uh, I know I did that with my children uh, who are now in their 30s. And uh, and they do it themselves. So it's a great way to teach your children about the value of giving. Uh, and it's a great way to teach yourself about the value of giving. There's, there's a lot of need that's going to be out there this Christmas. Um, you know, we hope that, that, uh, that we can reach out to this community and this community will respond because they always have. And, uh, and we think that when Christmas comes, there will be literally thousands of children in our five-county area that are going to have a smile put on their face because they're going to come downstairs and there is going to be a Christmas for them. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do. You can picture it, and it warms your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, there is a bit of faith, and we have to remind our volunteers that because we never see the final outcome. Right. You know, the agency can see the outcome when it comes to distributing the, the toys to the parents, and they see the relief on the parents' faces and their shoulders that are that the weight is taken off their shoulders. They see that. Mm-hmm. We don't. And, you know, we have to have faith that come Christmas morning, there are thousands of kids in this area that are going to have a Christmas and have a smile on their faces because of the work that not just the organizational people, but what this entire community does when they come together for Christmas for children. Yes. Well, awesome, Mike. Thank you so much. I think you wrapped that up perfectly. Kids, toys, and Christmas, something we can all all do around this giving season and something simple that we can all take away from this so thank you so much mike we will definitely link your facebook page your website everything on 9 and 10 news.com and of course direct people to give this holiday season thank you whitney it's been a great pleasure thank you Again, that was Mike, board member for Northwest Michigan Toys for Tots. Head to 9and10news.com for more details on how you can help. As always, if there are any groups, nonprofits, charities, or even exceptional individuals you'd like to hear more about, email me at WhitneyAmon at 9and10news.com. From podcast producer Joe Busick and myself, thanks for listening to the 9 and 10 for the Community by the Community podcast. For the Community by the Community podcast is brought to you by Traverse Catholic Federal Credit Union, financial services for the community established in 1950.